Welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to episode two of this week's show. And as promised yesterday, you're going to be listening to the thoughts of our new president, Margaret Page. So enjoy this. Joining us today from Delta, British Columbia, Canada, is distinguished Toastmaster Margaret Page. A Toastmaster since 2003, Margaret is a member of three clubs, the Advanced Speakers Club of Vancouver, Unicorn Toastmasters of Richmond, and Spotlight Speakers of Richmond. Margaret is a member of the board of directors for Toastmasters International, international president, Margaret Page. Welcome to the Toastmasters podcast. It's an absolute delight to be here with you today, Ryan and Greg, and of course, those that are listening. Margaret, you were obviously successful at a very young age going through your profile and the things that you've accomplished. I am curious, why Toastmasters? How did you come to join the organization? <laughs> Great question. In 2001, I was asked to speak to an association group in Las Vegas, Nevada for about 1,700 people. And I couldn't even imagine, I couldn't fathom that. There was absolutely no way. So when the invitation was extended, I said no. And I put it out of my head. A couple months later, I was at that convention or conference with my managers of the business that I owned at the time. And for the evening's entertainment, the gentleman whose stores came number two to ours being number one, was invited up on stage and sharing success strategies. And of course, my managers looked at him and they looked at me and their eyebrows went up and, you know, why is he up there and why are you not up there sharing our story? That was a sad point. All I could do was look down at the tablecloth and the stains that had shown up over dinner. I was so disappointed that I had let them down. You know, up to that point in my life, I had avoided any opportunity where there was public speaking and I was hurting myself, maybe my business, maybe my children by being a role model. But in that particular moment, I had let down this group of young people that had worked so hard to support me. And I thought I can do that no longer. So about a year and a half later, two years still took me that long. That's how great my fear was. But I finally stumbled into a Toastmaster meeting. And after that, it took me three months before I did my first table topics. So that's the hill I had to climb to become an effective communicator. Did you seek out Toastmasters or did someone approach you? It had been recommended to me. Yes, it had been recommended to me. So... You know, I was sharing with Greg earlier this morning, Margaret, that it, it's always so fascinating to me that every single president of Toastmasters International was once a brand new member who walked into a room, perhaps feeling like a fish out of water, saying, what is this organization that I've been invited to? And, 
do I have a future here? Obviously, you have had a very bright future at Toastmasters, but where in the journey did you decide that you might like to throw your hat in the ring and see if you could use your talents and experience to serve the international organization as president? Gee, that didn't happen until I was an international director. I only ever saw as far as the headlights went of that next opportunity. Could I unlock that door? Could I make a difference? And then I was willing to, you know, poke my head in, looked around. Yes, I can make a difference here. And this is a place that I can grow as well. But I know there's some people that start off as, uh, as district leadership and think they want to be president someday. In fact, I spoke to a member a couple months ago that had already charted the course and they planned to be international president in the year 2032, whatever the case may be. But that was not my rooting. My rooting was just as far as the headlights, that next step, I can make a difference here and uh, then was willing to raise my hand and walk through the door after it was unlocked. Now, Margaret, obviously you've learned a lot of things going through the ranks, making your way all the way up to president. And I know I'm just going to put you on the spot and ask you, what's one thing that you could share that you've learned about leadership? Well, I've learned an awful lot about mm -hmm. people. <laughs> you know, I've always said that leadership is about two things. It's about results and relationships or performance and people. And in the profit world, certainly the emphasis is on generating the money, bringing in the income. And we have to do that, of course, at Toastmasters International or we wouldn't survive, we couldn't exist. But being in the volunteer work, you, you can't fire people and you can't hire them. You can't pay them some money to, to do something. So you become very focused on people. And that has served me well in my career. It served me well in my family. And it has served me well in Toastmasters. I feel I'm a better person because of what I've learned about leadership in Toastmasters. We're a people-optimizing organization. And it is all about um, serving those around you and helping them to step into their full potential. And that brings so much meaning to my life, more meaning than perhaps, you know, making some money at something that you're making a positive difference in somebody else's life. Super. So obviously this year you've taken on a new venture, a volunteer venture as president for the next year. So let's shift a little bit to that just for a few moments. Last year, it's obvious, or I should say this year even, clubs have to show resilience. And it looks like this year so far that we're starting to emerge. There's going to be a huge transition. And of course, it's going to be different in different countries, right? As things, as we emerge out of this current situation, as our leader, what are some of your thoughts on this? What are some of the things that you could say to incoming executives at new clubs? What are some of the things that you could say to members to help them get started for this new year as they find themselves in uncharted waters? Sure. Thank you for that. My message next year will be build back stronger. I think we're at the portal, the gateway to a whole new world, to a Toastmasters version 2.0, if you will. And many members have been showing the way. I know last year when we were in the 
midst of the pandemic, I really felt like it was an Alberta snowstorm. You couldn't see the road ahead. You couldn't see the ditch. You didn't know where safety was. And I kept thinking, follow the white line, follow the white line, which is our mission and our vision. And members from around the world have been showing the way. You know, we're a grassroots movement, and members showed the way by visiting clubs all over the world and bringing back better practices to their clubs. Yes, we have lost a lot of clubs, and we're deeply saddened by that. And we have lost a lot of members but we've also grown tremendously. We have three models now. We have the on-site and we have the online and we have a hybrid model. And the hyper-specialty opportunities that are available now because geographic boundaries or borders are gone. If you're staying in the virtual or even the hybrid model, geography is no longer a limiting factor to your membership. Last year, we saw record numbers at TLIs, record numbers at club officer training, record numbers at conferences, record numbers at the international convention, near 60,000 people when prior to that, you know, two to 3,000 would attend the international convention and many that did not know about Toastmasters before the pandemic. So we have lost a lot, but we have huge opportunities. I heard about such specialty clubs as engineers from the Philippines who are living globally, or parliamentary procedure, or superheroes. There's a club for superheroes, virtual improv, whatever you have an idea, a concept that you want to meet with other people and practice your speaking and leadership based on that interest. Now the door or that opening, that gateway, that portal is here and you have the opportunity to step through it. We're charting new territories. We're just like explorers were hundreds of years ago. I think it's very exciting time to be the international president of Toastmasters International. Margaret, I am already finding myself on Team Margaret Page. <laughs> I'm getting so caught up in your enthusiasm and your excitement, and I'm starting to catch some of the imagination, both that's already out there in the Toastmasters world, but as you're articulating it. And this concept of build back stronger, I think, is it's so powerful and engaging. Could you give us maybe some more specifics, some tips or ideas or strategies of how clubs can actually make this happen, how individuals can help the organization to build back stronger? Sure. So a couple things. We've identified in the past what a quality club is, and there's really four components to that. So a professional program, variety in your meetings, and a positive supportive environment. So that's Outstanding evaluations that help the speaker feel proud, moves them one step along in their skills and learning, and above all, stellar mentoring. You know, be the kind of mentor you either wish you had or that you would like to be. Take mentoring to a whole new level. It's not just about ticking off things on a checklist. Is be that 
lifeline for someone, not someone that helps others step into their full potential. And of course, the other piece about quality clubs is member achievement, recognized and celebrating both personal, professional, and even the inner growth and um, be a people optimizer, as we mentioned before. Kind of part two of building back stronger is too often we have seen 20 as the ceiling or clubs aiming for 20, aiming for 20. But 20 is really the minimum, the minimum number in order to create a club. So I'm going to challenge clubs to look and think of the sweet spot of clubs is 28 to 32 membership. And that's depending on if you're 60 minutes, 90 minutes or 120 minutes. Thank you, listeners, for listening to our new president, our international president of Toastmasters International. And I always feel that we get the president who is appropriate for the times. And I think you will agree that some of the words and the thoughts and the feelings and the exuberance of Margaret Page puts her in that bracket of being the right president for the right times. Thank you. And we will be interviewing Margaret Page in the coming weeks. So you will have to listen out for that. And tomorrow we are going to have the dulcet tones of Mr. Paul O'Malley. And Paul is going to be sharing some of his wisdom with us tomorrow. And you will want to come back for that. So we'll see you then. Bye. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com for more information.